Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Jay Spencer King, and I am back with the chop up, and I got my crew with me. Well, right now, this week, I got one half of my crew with me because my man Antoine is doing some traveling. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna get Antoine involved. And listen, you are listening to this on the Buffalo Rumblers Vidcast and Podcast Network, presented by Picasso Pizza. Treat yourself to the most favorable. Oh, I can't talk flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are pizza shipping locally and nationwide. Order online at Picasso pizza.net listen Sturros, we in the building man you on the chopping block what's going on dog hey you know it's a chop up season so you already know what it is man i'm excited to be here on this uh lovely day so uh let's get in it baby hey man so i'm, I'm gonna get right into it so first before well you know before i get right into it i want to explain so so the chop up this is the third year that i'm doing the chop up i'm excited to do it the first year y'all know me and mookie hawkins did it and shout out to mookie shout out to 1080 WFO, everything with the Buff fan base, everything they got going over there. Shout out to Justice, uh, Robin, everybody. I'm going to forget somebody, so I'm going to stop shouting people out. But shout out to everybody over there. Look, the first year was dope. I had a lot of fun doing it. Second year, I tried to switch up, wanted to do uh, like some inclusiveness, tried to do some things. Joined forces with the Bills Mafia babes. Kristen and, and Ange joined us, and that was a good time. We had we had a lot of fun. They went to a lot of games last year, so they got to pop in and, and give us some energy on, on Saturday nights dope this year this year i'm trying to get a little bit more involved in in a lot more things than just buffalo bills football so one of the things that i thought about was to have a show where we talk football but we could talk music and we could talk basketball and we could talk movies and we could talk whatever just whatever we wanted to talk and i feel like the chop up is the perfect place to do it because we're gonna chop it up so when i have my guys on the chopping block you know what that means so tonight my man stros is on it he's the first one up on the chopping block antoine staley is going to be joining us typically tonight he won't be joining us but typically he's going to be on a chopping block too and it's, it's about to go down so let's get right into it first things first Stros. okay we lost against the dolphins last week right Tua went down in the second quarter what appeared to be a concussion they said he was being evaluated for a concussion dude got up did the stanky leg in the middle of the field then they took him in the back he came back out in the third quarter they won the game now you look at thursday a couple nights ago and now this dude is out he goes down with a concussion again and it has to be the i mean 
somebody has to be responsible for this. You don't get two concussions in five days if things were okay. You get what I'm saying? Like something, something was wrong. What's your thoughts on this? How do you look at just, just spill it out. Give it to me. Yeah. I mean, if we're just, if we just being honest, I mean, I I really do think that the dolphins, they have now failed to a, and his family, you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, we're not crazy. Like people act like, you know, fans that we're stupid and crazy. Like, we play sports, Spence. We know what it looks like when you, when someone has a concussion. A back injury doesn't make you wobble like that. So for them to clear him and then trot him out there, and you know, the crazy thing is the hit didn't even look like it was that hard, but because he already had a concussion, it just just like that. And to see his hands fold like that, man, is so sad. You know, the they, they need to be reprimanded big time. Loss of draft picks. I, I mean, I don't know how the NFL wants to handle this, but – it's one of those things where you can't sweep it under the rug and considering, you know, all the cases that have been out with, with CTE and and the concussions, it just goes to show you that the NFL, sometimes they're not really all about player safety. They're more about the bottom dollar. And that's why Tua was out there. So, you know, uh, I I definitely would condemn the the Dolphins ownership, uh, their coaching staff, because they, they were not good stewards of, of souls of people. And I think they need to be handled for that. And you know what? It's one of those things. Again, you said it right. Like fans and, you know, whether you want to call us content creators or call us whatever you want to call us. Like the thing is, we're not dumb. And and the fact that we 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 invest into this stuff and we watch more football than most people, like because we're content creators and we're trying to get to whatever level and do whatever things that we're trying to do. Like we really get invested in this stuff. So you're right i know what a concussion looks like when a guy gets hit a certain way and he can't stand up straight or i know when you know you see a certain injury and it's like no nah, that dude might not play next week like for instance you know i know joe last game he, he's like i think ed oliver is gonna play and i'm like man the dude, way to do was was limping at the titans game yeah. there's no way i see him playing and it's just again you, you just learn those things and and so when you look at this, it's like, come on, man. Like, it didn't even take a – it didn't take a doctor. It didn't take a rocket scientist to say Tua shouldn't be playing the second half of that Bills game or he shouldn't have been on the field against the the uh, the AFC defending champion Bengals. He just shouldn't have yeah. been there. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like – you know, you you can you can phrase it how you want. I know uh, the coach has been out here trying to make statements to make things look better, but I think he's been making it look worse. You know, yeah. and and then on top of it, who the hell who the hell thinks it was a good idea to put a quarterback on a plane immediately after suffering a head injury like that? Yeah, let's just let's change air pressure and and let's take them to like that's smart. Let's go ahead and do that. That's a good point. I, I didn't even think about that. And, and you know what the, the crazy thing is, is that, you know, there's a tweet. You know, oh, yeah, me and Tua, we watched a movie. Nobody cares that you watched a movie. Nobody like, that dude, is, that dude doesn't even know if he's going to be able to play football ever again. Like, come on, mm-hmm. man. Like, that, that's just – it's just tasteless, dude. It just – dude, they failed him. They, You know what? Even if, if we didn't even have this situation right now with Tua, the way they treated him last year – um, with the whole Deshaun Watson thing and the Tom Brady mm-hmm. thing, you know, they 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 really disrespected Tua. Uh, I'm gonna always be a fan of Tua, you know, just because of the man he is off the off the field. But I, you know, it's just tasteless, man. Like the the dog, is dude mad, dude. And I and you know what, Bills Mafia has showed up because you know donating money to the uh, to his foundation. So if you guys are you know if you still haven't done so and you want to uh, you know do something really good for for two and the people he has influence with, man, make sure you do, donate to his foundation. You know how Bill's Mafia do. 
Yeah, yeah. And you know what? On top of that, and I'm not I'm not going to uh, have a Bill's Mafia war right now, but, you know, there it kind of bothered me. I ain't going to front because yeah. I posted about it. And you had some people coming at me like, oh, so you're not going to donate to the, the hurricane or you're not going to donate to why are we donating to it? Because I want to donate to Tua. Like, you know, yeah. it, it's something that I feel like it's, it's something I feel led to do. And and trust me, you know me. I don't have to say this, but I mean, like, I donate to several things. Like, right. my hands are on a lot of things, and it's like I don't post stuff to flex. So, right. like, there's a lot of things that my hands are on and people I'm, I'm trying to work with and organizations I'm helping, and you would never know it because I'm just not that person to feel like I have to blast everything do what you feel led to do but let's stop the gatekeeping on everything like stop gatekeeping on telling people what they can spend their money on don't count my pockets you know what i'm saying don't don't count my pockets man don't don't do it because you know what i mean you're gonna get tired don't do it don't do it when they say playing with my money it's like playing with my emotions <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah so but but again like to the point man really shout out to two up man i i hope and, and wish that young man a speedy recovery like i actually i feel horribly about it man and i know obviously it wasn't me it wasn't us but it's just like you know like you said the team failed him and really the NFL failed him i'm, I'm gonna take yeah. a step the nfl failed him because i feel like they should have stepped in and said wait a minute are we should the the investigation wasn't I guess scheduled to really uh, take effect or go into effect until after Thursday's game. So it's like, he should, he, this should have been a, a priority. It should have been something that was okay. This happened Sunday, Monday morning. We in Miami at your, at your facility. And we going, we going to figure this thing out. It ain't, it ain't next mm. week. Yeah. It ain't next week. Cause if you putting that player back on the field and you're risking him that, I don't know, whatever, moving on different topic. But again, well wishes to Tua. We, we we hope that you do well. And I tell you what, Miami fans, we don't like y'all. But listen, when it comes to something like this, man, we put those things to the side. You know, we rooting for your guy. We're rooting for your quarterback. Because and that's the thing too, as Bills fans, man, I don't I don't want to win because your guy is gone. I want to I want right. to. You know what I mean? I, I'm trying to slap. I'm I'm trying to come in and, and just you know what I mean? Like that's what yeah. I want. Yeah. So so no, we want y'all to get your guy back. So moving on, let me ask you this, man. Did you hear about Brett Favre? I did, man, but but enlighten me. There, there's something that I don't know. Okay, so obviously we heard a couple of weeks ago about how, you know, he was allocating or he was working with politicians to allocate funds or reallocate funds that were supposed to be welfare funds in the state of Mississippi to a state-of-the-art facility for his daughter's college where she plays volleyball. Okay dirt bag material off the rip right <laughs> just dirt bag material then you go from there now his own foundation that apparently is uh supposed to benefit children with cancer and other less fortunate people uh he took money from there and allocated it to this and then it comes out that he get i guess somebody reached him at his home or reached him somehow it isn't athletic so I, I trust it i know it's real and basically he tried to defend it like Y'all mad at me because I've worked and I've tried to figure out how to do things for my daughter. Like he just got defensive as if he did everything right. And it's like, hold on, man, pump your brakes, pump your brakes, man. Like, first of all, you stole from the poorest people in your state. And then you stole from your own foundation. Dirtbag, where are you at with it? Now, how do you, first of all, how do you steal from federal government funds from, from the state of Mississippi Knowing, you know, demographically, it's one of the, the it's the poorest state in America. OK, I mean, they barely have running water to drink. Right. Then then you go and, and, and you do this like your own found you taking money from your own foundation. 
Like how, how, how sleazy do you have to be? And you know, it's sad because there's Brett Favre ain't the only one that'd be doing this. You know, if this no. was an African-American male or woman, it'd be a whole different story, man. Uh, but it, it's, it's, it's sad because this is the place that we are in, in America, right? It, it, it's just sad regardless of race, but that, that he would do this. And so, you know, I mean, I told you this, but like when I was eight, nine years old, you know, Reggie White, uh, defensive end for the, for the Eagles or for the Packers back in the day. And, um, he had a football camp every single year and I met Brett Favre, uh, at Mm -hmm. one of them. And, and, you know, these are your, these are your idols, man. These are football Titans, legends, man. And, And just, to have him out there throwing football with, with all these inner city kids, man. And just thinking like, dude, you, you are part of the reason why, you know, inner city struggle because of we, we lack resources or when mm-hmm. you and you are hanging out on East side of Buffalo and we just talk about we're in awe of how bad it is in terms of resource, lack of resources. It's people like that. And, and you know what? Particular- I'm sorry to cut you. I thought you were done there. So, so, so everybody listening to this and watching, so when Sterling and I, we got we got together when um, the Bills home opener happened and, and Tennessee came to Buffalo. We both got in early. We were there Wednesday. So Thursday morning, Sterling was like, yo, I want to go see Tops. Now, everybody knows my connection to what everything that happened. It was a rough moment for me. But Sterling went. My brother was by my side. It was a rough morning. But on top, the thing was, outside of going to Tops, we actually I drove him around the east side. I drove him around uh, where I grew up. I drove him around uh, the areas surrounding Tops. I, I, I took him around um, Bailey and Genesee and, and Bailey and Killington and Bailey and Delavan. And like just not just Bailey, but Jefferson and, and Ferry and like just everywhere that, you know, is just everywhere, you know. And, and, and the thing is, then I go back and I rewind and I showed him the presser from after the shooting when mayor byron brown got on there and was talking about you know the, the inner city is not you know we're not loved on and this is that and the third and it's like man you've been mayor for 15 16 years man do something and this is the stuff we're talking about so when you do have the allocated money you have the funds going where they're supposed to go and then you have guys like brett Favre, who who obviously knew he was doing something wrong like in the text messages if i say to you yo steros man mm-hmm. don't tell like hey i hope i hope i hope they don't find this out you already know that you're in the wrong so the and and so typically hey everybody on this show on con on um chop up this year we're gonna be using a lot of hip-hop analogies we're gonna use some music analogies movie analogies uh and and so really i'm giving free reign for everybody to do what they want but my analogy is typically gonna be hip-hop i'm using that that blueprint to blueprint two like the record blueprint two on that album when jay-z said when the grass is cut the snakes a show gotta mm-hmm. thank the little homie nas mm-hmm. for that though for saving me the hassle of speaking to half of these i ain't gonna do the whole verse but but when the grass is cut you get to see all of these snakes for who they are and the thing is there's been time after time after time that brett Favre has shown us who he is but we just loved him so much because he's brett Favre. Yeah. i don't know if this one is gonna be the one that i can i i don't know if i feel he can come back from this one yeah, I don't, I, I, you know, stick a fork in him for me, you know, uh, cool. I mean, whatever he did on the football field is one thing, but man, I just don't think, you know, you in corporate America, they may sweep it under the rug, but for people who really know what's up, nah, you, uh, uh-uh, nah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a wrap for me, man. I, I really can't, um, stick behind that, like at all, you know, yeah. um, I could care less where somebody resides politically, 
but you know, there's a moral compass and, and, and just, you know, being a good human overall. And he's just, he's showing that he's not And this, you know, this incident and there's plenty of others where during his career, he, he had issues. So I don't expect anybody to be perfect, but man, you got to do better than that. Got, got to be better than that. Real talk, real quick, real like this is feeling serious. Like, I feel like this is like a interview on like, I don't know. I don't want it to feel like that. Let's let's get this energy right. <laughs> like, I feel like we we talking and we ain't brothers. Let's get this energy right. I know Antoine's not here. So if y'all don't know who Antoine Staley is, go follow him on Twitter. He's that dude. I'm going to just tell you, he covers the Jets right now. Boo. But he's he's a good friend of, of the Bills Mafia. He's a good friend. of the, He used to I think he used to work with cover one at one point. So he's a good friend. OK, go follow Antoine. He's going to be yeah. a big part of this show. He's going to be a huge part of it. So let's let's talk a little bit real quick about outside of the bills game but I, I but i need some energy from you because because this show ain't feeling like the chop up i needed to be the chop up so outside of the bills game what game are you looking forward to watching this weekend i feel like it changes on the hour for me i think this is a, a really good <laughs> it's a really good week dog and as you know i'm drinking a skinny margarita right now oh and, and oh it's boy. delicious uh but i'd say you know i'm looking at the seattle and detroit game it's not, you know, you're not going to see a lot of headlines on it, but, you know, you look at this Detroit Lions team and, you know, they haven't made the playoffs in God knows how long, right? But mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're putting this young team together, and, and I like what they're doing, man. They, they're explosive on offense. Wait till they get Jamison Williams back in the fold from an ACL. And, and you know, I, I, I bet a lot of money on this game this week. So uh, they, they're, they're three-point favorites, and I need, I need them to go, on, go on to win this game. And on the other side, you got Seattle. You know, Geno Smith is playing. He's playing all right for for a backup journeyman. Uh, but they, they, there's so many holes in this roster. Um, I, I just want to see uh, Detroit kind of, except for when they play the Bills. I want to see Detroit make some noise, man, get in the playoffs because that NFC is is a lot weaker than the AFC. So that's the game I'm looking forward to. They got a lot of injuries right now, though. I, I feel like St. Brown and um, who's the, Swift is out. So yeah. that, that, that's going to be rough, man. Is um, now I. I like Williams. I love Williams. I actually love his personality. I love who he is. So it makes you want to root for him. But it's like, is the talent the same level as when you're talking about? I, I, obviously, I don't think so. And, right. and then the receivers, when you when you got Brown out, that's your that's your guy. So right. when your number one dude is out, I don't I don't I don't know, Sterles. Yeah, they they well they need look, Seattle is as they're worse. They're worser, and that's not even a word. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are buns. Okay. Uh so I still expect the Detroit Lions to win that game. But I think it's one of those tests as a young team, like how, you know, how are you gonna to to kind of get right for this game? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause we saw this with the Bills a while ago, like when they were young and, and still trying to find their way, you know, these are like these are the kind of games that kind of make your team, you know what I'm saying? That that kind of set you up for your future. So for them, it's a big game. It's a huge game. <laughs> and to your point earlier, though, Geno Smith, not only did he – he surprised me the first game. Mm-hmm. He, he looked pretty good. And honestly, I, I, I don't want to say the first game. So far this season, he surprised me. He doesn't look like – well, Rex Ryan coached Geno Smith. He looks right. he looks a whole lot better. But listen, man, on the flip side of what you're saying, what the hell is happening to Russell Wilson out there in Denver? Where you at, man? Like, that's what I'm oh, worried about. Oh, man. It's, it's so bad out here right now. So during the game, you know, the, I, I got friends who, who go to these games and they, they're screaming. They're counting down the, the, the play clock. 
you know, for Nathaniel Hackett. And I think anytime you you have to get a, a hired, uh, you know, gun to come in and help you with clock management, I mean, I, I think it's awful. But Russell Wilson, man, I, I don't know if it's, you know, the, the style of offense that he's in. I think he needs to be, you know, I think he's always been good at play action, but he doesn't run, he doesn't scramble and run around anymore. And I think that was one of the things that made him who he is today. So hopefully he can get back to that. But there's no, there shouldn't be a, an excuse for that offense when you got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, you know, Hamlin over there. Uh, and Javante Williams is such a dog. Like, Russell Wilson should be going there and just killing it. And then their offense is anemic. Their defense is really good. But, hey, man, that AFC West is, is tough. And, you know, I don't think the Chargers are going to be what they're supposed to be. Neither are the Raiders. So you, you, you would expect, like, the Broncos need to seize the moment, even though they're 2-1. and one, But, man, they really do look beatable. They do. And they do. And, and that's the part that's scaring me because, you know, I think I said to you personally, like, I think Jerry Judy is one of those guys that when, once he kind of – just figures it out and gets some some type of connection with Russell Wilson. I think he's I think he's the number one receiver out there. I know Cortland Sutton is that dude, and people. I'm not taking nothing from him. Right. I just really think Jerry Judy is that good. Like I think I think he's undervalued because of the injuries, and then he has yeah. some off field stuff that they need. You know, aside from that, though, I think he's going to do it. Yeah. And then you're right about the coaching, man. I'm a little embarrassed to call Nate Hackett a Buffalo, a former Buffalo Bills <laughs> coach, man. Like the stuff that this dude been doing. It's like, yo, how do you get that? I, you man, I think me or you could do a better job in that man in that game management situation. Absolutely. And I'm saying, and I'm not even saying that lightly. Right. <laughs> like, come on, man. My nephew who plays Madden can have better clock management and understanding of the game than that. That's don't crazy. you don't you think that's like coaching one on one? Like you've he's been around coaches for for so long. Like that. I mean, is it that he's not a pressure player? Like what? There has to be a reason as to why he is continually failing in these moments. Like. You know, we look like, at, uh, you know, the the coach for uh, the the Chiefs, right? And mm-hmm. you look at McDermott. They, they they struggle with clock management to an extent, but not this bad. Not like not that, this yeah. bad. And then their their mishaps happen in the playoffs mostly, right? And I get the pressure and so forth, but like, bro, you need to have this sorted out. And you had Aaron Rodgers, right? So it's like you got an experienced quarterback. Like you should be talking about this in your game planning. And for you to just come out here and shit the bed like that, it's it's cause for concern, man. You know what, though? I'm going to give him the blame and the credit for for that. But you know what? I'm also um, – I'm not going to let Russell Wilson just get away with this. Because here's the mm-hmm. thing. I think a lot of people are looking at Nate Hackett, and they're right to look at Nate Hackett. He's the coach. But he's a first-time head coach. And I think – and I could be wrong with this, but I don't, I don't believe that I am. When you have a quarterback with the – with the experience of Russell Wilson, you're going to, you're going to kind of, yeah. you're going to lean on him a little bit. Here's my thing. Russell Wilson needs to be a little bit more aggressive and not as passive as he is as a human being. Ain't no way in hell. Josh Allen is going to let Sean McDermott kick a What was it? 64 yard field goal or 63 yes, yard field goal yeah. on fourth and five to win the game. No, Josh Ain't is no like, way. You know, like he—he's literally just wait. Matter. I think his thing is this now. He—I mean, not in the screen. He just does this. Like, come on, keep it going, keep it going. That Josh is there. Ain't no way in hell Josh is gonna let Sean McDermott do that. And we're talking about and Super Bowl winning quarterback too. We're talking about a Super Bowl winning quarterback and made it another time. Yeah. No. No. I just so to me at this point, I get it, Russ. You got Sierra. Let's ride. I get it. I get it. 
<laughs> but at some point, that? <laughs> that's right. Broncos country. Broncos nation. Is it nation or country? Broncos country. country. Broncos oh, country. So, that's right. Oh, man. That's Broncos so country. Cheap. Let's ride. Broncos <laughs> country. Let's ride. It's like, why did you do it? Like, that's the corniest. This but is you a, know what? Yeah. This is the same dude that, that, that comes out. He During training camp, he practiced coming out of the tunnel, high-fiving people that weren't there. Like, bro. Come on, and then and back. You gotta to visualize Nate. it, man. No, you hey. gotta visualize that shit, bro. Uh, right, every every step. <laughs> every like, come step. on, dog. Like, visualize that's, it. That's, that's so trash. Let's hey, go. and then, you know what? And because <laughs> we talk trash. about, <laughs> because we we talk about hip hop, we if your name is Nate, okay, Nate Dog is one of our dudes. Like, your name is Nathaniel. Until you get your shit right, <laughs> then we'll call you Nate. You are Nathaniel, sir. He ain't even Nate. Yeah, that boy's Nathaniel no until dog. further Nathaniel. notice. That's right. Until further notice, you is Nathaniel, my G. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. And like I said, I'm embarrassed to call him a former Bills coach. I, I was proud that he got the job. I'm like, right. yeah, Nate. I'm like, I'm rooting for, nah, nah. You Nathaniel Hackett, bro. Nathaniel, you Nathaniel bro. Hackett. Nathaniel, bro. <laughs> But let's go to another team in that division. I think the Raiders are the most disappointing team in the league, not just because they're on three, not not because they're on three. That's disappointing <laughs> like, as hell, <laughs> as hell. But not because they're on three. I think I think the biggest disappointment is all the moves they made. You just expected them for, on first of all offense. There's no way they should have a game that they don't score thirty points. Preach, like for real. Yeah. Like you have, uh, he's not a, the best running back, but you have a good running back. You have a top five tight end. You have probably two top five route runners in the league. You got the best wide receiver in the league. You got, I mean, I can keep going. Then you on defense, you you go and you bring in Chandler Jones from Arizona. And then, I just, I just, I just don't get it, man. Like you make all of these moves and then you start off like this, you shit in the bed this early in the season. And you think Starting off 0-3, you can come back from that? Not in that division. Nope. It's a, it's a wrap. And you know what, though? It's over. Josh McDaniels is trash, too. Let's just, you know. Right. Hey, every, t- every time that every the time. Raiders lose a game, you know, the people in Indianapolis are laughing their ass off. Because he was supposed to go there. Remember that? He turned them down yep. at the last second. Yep. Like, yo, he, the, uh, he, he, him and Brett Favre are buddies. Y'all, y'all some, y'all some. Well, if I can say what you. I want to say on this show, but I can't. <laughs> you can't you are, do it. You know me <laughs> well enough it. that you know Don't what I would it. say. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, you're right, though. Like, it's like he, he was trashed the first time he got this, this yeah. situation, and he's trash again now. And it's like, look, sometimes we just have to, we have to admit that somebody is who they thought we were. <laughs> like, he showed us who he was. And yes, he is who we thought he was. Like, he's not a good coach. He's not. He's a guy that can coach under Bill Belichick and do whatever Bill Belichick tells them to do and it works because they had right. Tom Brady. Yep. I don't know what's happening, man. They need to, they need to figure that out. That is not, that is not cool. It's I was waiting cool. for you. I was waiting for you to get your Dennis Green on. With man, that I was, that epic I was close. <laughs> I was close, but, but it, it's, it's just, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So, um, one more, and I'm not going to talk about the Chiefs because we got the Chiefs coming up in a couple of weeks so we can really dive into that when we, when we got them coming. Um, but, the Chargers. Why the hell was Justin Herbert on the field so long last week? Man, I would, I you know, give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I would say it sounds like Justin Herbert probably he wanted to continue to play. But if you're the head coach, I don't know, but Mike Tomlin <laughs> was on pivot 
with uh, I saw that. I saw Ryan that. Clark, and and basically mm-hmm. he said if this if you were my kid, this wouldn't even be an issue. We wouldn't even mm-hmm. be having this conversation because the first time we took you to death, you almost no. died. Mm-hmm. And, and so if if a head coach, and this is why Mike Tomlin is one of the greatest coaches alive or ever, if you ask me, ever, I love Mike ever. Tomlin. Um, mm-hmm. Just the leader he is, you know. So I, you would think that that standard should be applied to your franchise quarterback. And Ryan Clark was just uh, he, not saying he diminishes value, but we're talking about a franchise quarterback here in Justin Herbert. Why is he still in the game when you lose you lose 38 to 10? Like, let that man rest and, and put the backup in. Like, it, it just it's you know what, man? I don't know if it's these teams are just so wanting to win that that they, they just don't care. Tua, Justin Herbert, like Tua, yeah. take care of your people, man. Life is but about you know, relationships, bro. <laughs> they need to Nate Hackett and him need to switch positions then because Nathaniel. Nate Hackett, <laughs> you're right, Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Nathaniel. <laughs> he should have switched positions though, because he would at least, you know, look. I don't know. I, 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 these coaches, these these coaches, man, they 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 messing up the church's money, and I don't understand it. I, mm. I don't understand it, man. Mm. I don't get it. Now let's move on. Let's move on. Yo, the Jets are playing the Steelers. Yeah. Let's go to our division for a second. The Jets are playing the Steelers. We already know Miami lost, so they're two and one, or I mean three and one. We're about to be three and one. We're gonna talk about that in a second, too. But let's talk about these Jets going up against the Steelers. They're going up against my dog, Mitch Trubisky, and my other dog, Levi Wallace, man. So how how are you how are you looking at that matchup? Man, it, it's an interesting matchup because what first of all, why is Mitch even playing still? At this point, um, yeah. I mean, the, the, you got dogs at wide receiver. You got Najee at running back. You can't get a run game going. And, and, and you know, uh, Deontay Thompson, uh, he's on he's on my he's on my fantasy football team. and He ain't doing nothing. So I had to take him out, bro. Uh, so that's maddening. But Mitchell Trubisky is a liability at quarterback. You know, I think mm-hmm. he's a good backup. But if you have to have him start, I mean, I think it's it, it's just not good. And so that office looks really bad. Ben Roethlisberger had a better office of output than Mitchell Trubisky has through three games. And that's and, and, crazy. And that's crazy to think, right? So there, there's that side of the ball. You know, TJ Watt still nursing an injury. Um, their defense is not as strong as it once was, especially without TJ Watt. That's something to, 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 to be concerned about. But um, on the other side of the ball or on, the, you know, the other team, the MILF God, is coming back this week. And, and, and I'm excited yeah. about that. I'm excited about seeing my man, my man Zach Wilson play. Hey, he's been playing all offseason, bro. He's been playing. My man's been playing. So all that playing that he was doing in his offseason, I got to see that happen on the field, bro. I got to see it. <laughs> so I was still PC. I didn't say anything that was like, oh my gosh, you're gonna have to censor this, but he's no, no, you didn't say anything bad. It's just yeah, you, you didn't say anything bad. You're right. I I, <laughs> I was one of the ones that I actually thought Zach Wilson was gonna have a year. Not like I, I didn't think he was gonna be Josh, I didn't think he was gonna be Patrick Mahomes, but I thought you know, all the criticisms, I was hoping that this year he would say, nah, man, I'm here to stay. I don't need the Jets to spend another first round draft pick on another quarterback next season. Like that's what I was looking forward to seeing him do this year and that injury and, you know, weird things happen and, you know, but get Joe Flacco out of there. I know he's playing. Okay. I know his numbers look good. He, you know, but get him out of there, man. Like get Zach Wilson on here and let him do his thing. New York deserve New Jersey deserves that. There you go. Yeah. New Jersey deserves that. You know, I feel bad because B is in Jersey, but technically yeah. she's one of us, you know, so I can't, 
I'd be feeling bad when I have to clown Jersey, but it's it's not personal, B. It ain't you. It ain't you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to B. Shout queen. out to B, man. Queen B. Let's get it. Shout out to B. So let's talk a little bit about our game. Um, because we, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna keep this going for too long. We're gonna we're gonna um you know have a short show. Like I said, normally Antoine is gonna be with us and and he'll have a lot of input and these shows will be a lot of fun. This one to me, this is fun too, but I can't wait for y'all to see the dynamic with Antoine, man. It's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. So uh let's talk about the Bills and the Ravens. First of all, it's gonna be a slippery, wet, nasty game. That probably is not the way I should have described it now that I thought of it. Let's set it. The way it came out, it's probably I not. Mean, Zach Wilson's proud of you. <laughs> the MILF guy is proud of me. <laughs> Yo, but you know what? It's going to be a game, man. And, and, yeah. and one of the things for me, and I'll say this and then I'll throw it right to you. I'm not worried about it. I, I'm, I'm Lamar Jackson scares me, as always. That dude is a beast, mm-hmm. and I'll go into that after you talk. But the thing that doesn't scare me about it is that Rain don't bother Josh. Historically, when we've seen him in weather games besides the New England game, rain does not bother Josh. That New England game was rain, wind, like literally, like it was everything involved. It was sleet, yeah. snow, slushy shit. I was out there for a funeral. My my uh, my aunt Denise passed away that week, and I was mad. People was trying to give me tickets because I was in both. It was like, come to the game. You can. Have. I said, hell no. That slushy shit is on the ground. I don't want that. So that that's that was when Josh had issues with like 30 mile an hour winds. Mm, I don't think yeah. this is gonna be a problem. Yeah, man. And you know, they they're gonna be without one of their better uh defensive linemen and Michael Pierce, and he's out for the season. You know, it sucks for mm-hmm. him. You know, prayers go up to you, man. I think it's a bicep sure. injury, but their front seven is what's really struggling. On paper, on paper, statistically, this is the worst defense in the NFL. Now, we know that they're going to get right, you know, uh, through the, the course of the year. But, you know, Mike McDonald uh, is he was uh, Michigan's defensive coordinator last year. Now he's with the Ravens. And so he's getting his feet wet as a first time defensive coordinator. Um, so that defense is looking real bad. And the crazy thing is, is that they play they rely so much on the corners to play man coverage. They don't like to play zone. And that's one of the reasons why. Uh, they let the Dolphins creep back up on them because they are they are forced to play zone. So um, I want to see the Bills get a run game going. I mean, you got to at some point, and mm-hmm. I like you. I don't. I'm not worried about Josh in the rain. I, I mean, he's gonna he gonna Josh gonna be Josh. He gonna get his, and you know he's gonna be mad because they you know the Bills lost last week, right? So uh, just mm-hmm. you know him missing that pass to McKenzie, he was tired. Like everybody needs to get off. Low Josh can't make clutch throws. Man, get out of here. But it's going to be a good game. I love Lamar Jackson. I hope Lamar Jackson gets every dollar possible humanly in the NFL. Make him the richest player you to want ever him, You want to fool the guarantee? For him? Yeah. You know what? See, I because disagree. I want him to have a fully guarantee just because of the stuff he has to go through. Just the, the drama of being a black quarterback. Like, I want him to – I just want him to win so bad, man. Just It just, yeah. it just means more to the, to the culture. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I want him to win, but it's like – fully guaranteed i so i feel like um in one way i feel like just because and this is gonna sound bad when i say because i'm not a am not a lamar hater at all like if anybody listens to the code of conduct if y'all have listened to me over the, the, the course of the last two and a half years you know i am a lamar oh, for sure like, I, I love know. lamar like so we talk about I this, him i already know yeah like it's this is no hate I feel like just because the Cleveland Browns made a stupid ass decision, it don't mean that the Ravens need to, you know, and for instance, 
again, this is no hate. Josh Allen to me is a better quarterback. I'm not saying it like Lamar Jackson isn't a valuable quarterback. I think, I think the value that Lamar needs to be looking at is around the Josh. I get that Deshaun Watson got it. I get it. The Browns were desperate. The Browns are a ridiculous organization and they are the Browns. The Ravens are a championship organization. They do things right. Maybe not always like with certain things with the Ray Lewis thing, people talk about or whatever, whatever. But when it comes to like now and recently, the history that they have there with this head coach and with this front office, they are a winning organization and they're respected. Right. They're doing the right thing. And and what they've offered is just not been fully guaranteed, but they've offered some pretty decent from the numbers I've seen. And I think those numbers fit. I understand where you're coming from, where it's like, no, man, as a black man, get that man his back. Okay, from that perspective, you know, put it in a bag, give it to him, let it go. But I I don't know. If I was was the GM. mm -hmm. I got a question for you. So let's say Lamar Jackson makes it to the AFC Championship game. They lose. Do you think he's worthy of that fully guaranteed then? Because I think the reason why he hasn't gotten that contract, probably because he's only won one playoff game. Josh made it to the AFC Championship and lost against the Kansas City Chiefs, and he didn't get a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah, but we're talking about the Ravens. I'm talking about, right, but I'm talking about, but I'm saying like Josh has more rushing touchdowns than Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Not as many yards, but more rushing touchdowns, more passing touchdowns, more passing yards. He's more efficient. He has a higher passer rating. So what I'm saying is like, no, and, and that's not dissing. Lamar is better than, right. to, in my opinion, 90% of the quarterbacks in the right. league. I love Lamar Jackson. But no, like it, it, Josh, you're talking about a mistake that the Browns made because they were desperate. Nah, I just can't hey. get behind it, man. Yeah, it sucks because, you know, if I think if the Browns wouldn't have made that mistake and gave Watson that money, you know, I w- I just wish it was Lamar who got it instead of Watson. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That that's that's kind of where I'm coming from because I think no matter what uh, you know, and I believe in second chances, I believe in people uh, you know, getting right, you know, for whatever get right with God or whatever they worship and stuff like that, but um, you know, you just I just want to see guys like that win. Not not Deshaun. Yeah. Deshaun messed up, but I want to see Lamar Jackson win, man. I think you know it's it was it would do a lot for guys like Randall Cunningham and and Dante Culpepper and, and, and some of these a lot of Doug Williams, man. Like these mm-hmm. are guys that paved the way for for Lamar Jackson to walk today. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I just wish that that he whatever contract he agrees to, man. I just hope it's good for him and his family, and uh, you know he could continue yeah. to be a, a great quarterback. Get that dude generational wealth, man. Like for yeah. real, get that man generational. Yeah. He deserves that. Now, at one point that you said you wish he would have got it over Watson. Now that is a different conversation. Yes. Yeah. If if you're gonna ask me which two, like out of the two, which one gets the fully guaranteed, ten times out of ten, sign me up for Lamar Jackson getting that over Deshaun Watson. I don't think Deshaun Watson needs to be in the damn league. I think, again, I know what people are gonna say. He was okay. However you want to view what the justice system is, I understand what money does, and I understand what fame and notoriety does for certain things, and then I also understand how money plays a part in getting certain Absolutely. people to be like, all right, you know what? I'm a chill. This ain't even worth it. So I understand how the whole thing works, but you're not going to make me believe and we don't have to go down to Sean Watson thing. What I'm saying is he shouldn't be in the league. Yeah. And I think I Lamar Jackson, absolutely. For what he's done for Baltimore, for what he's done for the team, what he's done for the city, what he's done for Louisville, go to college, go to his college and ask those people around there who Lamar Jackson is. Yep. I he deserves his bag. Yeah, he deserves his bag. So yep. that's why I said at the top, this is no hate for Lamar when I say no fully guaranteed. I, I think he deserves his bag, but I just I'm just not the kind of 
and maybe that's just where the league is going, obviously. Like, they're making so much money at these positions now. So maybe they, it will just be a fully guaranteed thing going forward for these quarterbacks. And that's going to be a scary thing, man. Like, yeah, it's it a scary be. thing. You pay these guys. And then people like Lamar, he's playing well. He's 10 touchdowns to two interceptions right now. Right. You know, uh, at home, he has like 142 passer rating. Like, yeah. at home, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. You know what I mean? Dynamite like, against the Blitz. Like, dynamite. he's killing he, the Blitz. He was 21 of 29. You know what I mean? Like, so, so yeah. at home, he's, he's, he's on it. He's mm-hmm. on it, but you can't, you, you can't, um, I don't know. I, I, so I fully guaranteed for a cat that runs a okay. lot that can very easily get hurt. I got one more for you. So mm-hmm. look at Tua's situation. He hasn't got mm-hmm. a chance to get his second contract yet. So like, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm like, yo, like I got to get as a, that fully con- fully guaranteed contract, I want that. You know what I'm saying? If I, if and, I was in this place, I would that because yeah. you know the, the a lot of these teams now. It, I guess it depends on the owners, but they're not looking after these guys, man. Now That's the Ravens true. are a great organization, and I'm, I know I, they probably don't think this way, but as a player, you gotta you gotta protect your best interests. Yeah, no, and I agree with you. I agree with you. And first of all, get that man his bag. You know what I'm saying? Get that man his mm-hmm. bag. I agree with you. It's just, I guess, for me. Um, before I even say that, I'm always on the side of the players. I'm not on the yeah. side of the owners. So, like, when when these guys, for instance, Jordan Poyer, pay my dog. Yeah. Pay my dog, man. Like, quit playing. Quit playing and pay. That ain't what we talking about. But pay him. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not about, I'm not taking the, the side of billionaires over millionaires and then millionaires over thousandaires and us. You know, I'm not doing that. But what I But what I'm saying is. When you're talking about team building and structuring contracts and knowing the type of talent you can put around Lamar, I already feel like the team hasn't put the right type of talent around him. He doesn't have a Stephon Diggs to throw to. He doesn't have – he has a Mark Andrews, but he yeah. does not have a Diggs and Gabriel Davis and Dawson Knox together. He doesn't have a James Cook coming out the back because right now he's dealing with – Dobbins coming back from injury. He's not even 100%. Right. Right. He's dealing with Justice Hill, which is – He's, he looks respectable right now, but nobody expected Justice Hill to to be like a stud. You know what I mean? Like, so they're depending on guys to outperform their draft or whatever. They're, they're depending on these guys. No, man, get get Lamar some talent. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know what? And we'll, we'll talk about Lamar, but uh, you know, I know you're you're close with Jordan, man, and uh, you know, tell him on the chop up. We're gonna we're gonna start a little campaign re up twenty one. We we, we need 21. to get re up twenty one. We're gonna make shirts and everything because we need to, our guy needs the bag, bro. He needs yeah. the bag. But back you to know Lamar. What? Yeah, go ahead. It's a tragedy. Real quick, just on that, it's a tragedy, man. Because now you're looking at Micah Hideout, and and I was very very happy with what the what the young guys did last week against Miami. Tua only threw for two something. Like they, yeah. I know Dolphins fans won. They're excited. They, they didn't explode. They didn't right. explode. Right. Our defense still looks good. But you're fooling yourself if you think if Jordan Poyer was in that game. You're fooling yourself if if yes, you're sir. fooling your damn self. Yes, sir. Pay my dog Jordan. And he ain't told me. I haven't talked to him recently. He ain't told me to come on. Like he ain't asking me for these pub nothing. I'm telling you from watching the game of football that there are not four guys at his position in the league that's as good as him. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. And yeah. when I watch the film and I because now I watch every game, man. There are not four guys at his position in the league that's better than him. Pay yeah. that man his money. I agree. And he Sorry. means a lot. He means a lot to the team, to the locker room, to the city. Like, yeah, it, there's no, there's no question, bro. Let, let him ride in the like sunset. As a, yeah, let's 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 make t-shirts that hopefully nobody takes our idea. But uh, 
you know, back they to the be, Ravens, dog. People be stealing. You already know. <laughs> people be stealing. <laughs> back, uh, back to the back to the Ravens, man. You know, it's like uh, I, I think if if the key to this game is is if you can eliminate Mark Andrews, it's over. You know, I, I think Lamar likes to hit him between the numbers up the seam. You know, so you're going to bracket him with with Poirier or Milano. Um, if you if we can eliminate, you know, this is perfect because perfect matchup for the Bills because we play zone coverage and and you got two of the best coverage linebackers in the league and and your boy uh, Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano. I, I think you know the Bills can be opportunistic against this uh, against this offense and you know going from the historical point of view, you know the Bills with uh, have played Lamar Jackson very well. You know he Lamar Jackson hasn't popped off now. I will say that Lamar has grown since the Bills have seen him in the playoffs. But um, I, I just think you know, this is where you trust your coaching in, in this aspect. And I, I, I really do think that McDermott and Frazier are going to have a really good game plan going into this week. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think um, I, I got the Bills, you know, I, I got the Bills taking it. And I, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout by any means, but I don't I also don't think it's something that is going to be a nail biter at the end where we're like, you know, kicking a field goal with. 20 seconds left. I don't think that's happening. I think I think the Bills are going to win this game and it's it's going to be ours. So where, where are you at with it? How do you think this game ends? I think the Bills win by 10, at least by 10 points. Um, yeah. you know, I, I think it's going to be like a 34-20 game. Uh, you know, I, I think Lamar Jack is going to get his 200 and I don't think he's going to have over 250 yards pass. And I, I would say put him at 220 and maybe 60 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Um, I just think that with that Oliver coming back in the fold and you're, you're going to get that organic pressure up the middle. I think that's going to mm-hmm. force Lamar outside and then you're going to funnel him into Russo and Von Miller. So, um, you know, it's going to give these cornerbacks, whoever we tried out there, I know Dane Jackson is going to be back in the fold. It sounds like uh, so. And Kyrie Elam is going to have another start under his belt, which is going to be beneficial to him with Jordan Porter in the backside. I, I think we're going to be good. So I expect this defense to get a couple turnovers and I expect the Bills to win by at least 10 points. I, I agree that, that that literally that's I agree about the turnovers. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be 60 degrees and rain. It's like a 90 percent chance of rain at game time. And it, it's, it's going to be like that. So, no, I fully expect it to be some fumbles. I expect it to be a couple interceptions, uh, some big hits. What I'm looking forward to seeing, though, I really need to see now for three games. Tremaine Edmonds has been he's been playing, man, like that. For dude real. Been, yeah. <laughs> like. And then, so I know for the last couple of years, I've been on this campaign where I'm, I'm hyping him up. And but I'm telling you, like, for real, when you watch it this year, this dude is this dude is really making his presence felt every game. This game is going to be important for him and Matt Milano to a help out with, with Mark Andrews. That dude is a beast. He is a monster and it's not a game. But then also when Lamar Jackson gets ready to break containment and he's getting ready to run, I need Tremaine Edmonds to be that Tremaine Edmonds that, you know, yep. we talk, I talk often about him being able to run sideline to sideline with anybody in the league and blah, blah, blah. I need you not to miss tackles with the most elusive quarterback in the NFL. Yep. Yep. And the bills this year have been really good at their top five in the league in terms of tackling. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a big difference. I think a lot of that starts up front with Daquan Jones and the, his ability to two gap, and let these guys, these linebackers, play free, uh, keep yeah. them clean. So, yeah, I agree. And you know what, man? Tremaine is playing downhill. He's triggering downhill so well this year. There's no hesitation. You, you see the speed and the athleticism. I mean, he is playing like a dog. And, and people talk about, well, Tremaine doesn't hit hard. Have you seen him this year? <laughs> he, he's laying <laughs> folks out. And, and, and Spence, what do you what do you call it? What, bodies. That's what I thought. Yeah, bodies. So Tremaine's been catching bodies. I, I expect that to continue to happen throughout the year. Hey, 
I'm looking forward to it, man. So it's going to be a good game. You got the Bills by 10. I got the Bills. Really, I, I got them by like seven, you know, a touchdown, maybe 31, 24, something like that. But but like I said, it's not going to come. And I feel like the, the 24 is going to be like last minute. They'll, yeah, they will score time. to make it look respectable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think I think the Bills should – Bills fans should be confident going into this game tomorrow. So, yo, let's get on out of here. I'm going to let you go ahead and get ready. I know tomorrow you got something going on in the morning before the game. Why don't you let everybody know what's going on, when it's going on, and where it's going on. Yeah, so you already know. uh, So intentional grounding is kicking off, okay? You know, we had a a really good week last week, but you can find us uh, on Buffalo Rumblings Bitcast Network. Uh, We're talking, you know, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is when I'll be uh, doing my thing. So, you know, uh, I'm going to be talking about, you know, the keys to the game, what to expect. And, you know, we'll we'll just we're just going to chop it up, man. All right. And then real quick, let everybody know where they can find you and all your your content, like just on social. Yeah, yeah. At Furrow Sterling. And, uh, you you know, I have written content available at BuffaloRumlings.com as well. All right. And then, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, my man Antoine wasn't here to join us this time. Please, please, please go on Twitter and find him, Antoine Staley, or at Antoine Staley. He is the Jets reporter and columnist for the New York Daily News. He is going to be a part of the show, and he's that dude. So shout out to my man Antoine. Shout out to Bills Mafia. Y'all already know how we do. It's the chop up off the chopping block. Love y'all. Peace. Me mercy, jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoking extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa, Buffalo money, need extra bills. Tell them eating so much, I got.